0: Hey folks, welcome back to the show. This is Jay from Jay Talk. As usual, we have Nick.
1: What's up, people? I'm Nick.
0: You know, from the Nick drop. So, uh, yeah. we welcome you back, man. Um, how you doing?
1: Hanging in there, man. It was a good day at work. Kind of easy. I had to deal with one of the old folks. It was really, really funny. I got to tell the story real quick. Okay. You know the guy. He's now 85 years old. And we've been wanting him to retire forever, but he's still insanely brilliant when it comes to his job. You know who I'm talking about, right? I know who you're talking about. Okay. He told me today, I said, when are you going to retire? He said, well, I don't know, but I'm not staying here for the money. He said, Nick, I'm, I'm worth about $12 million right now. about <laughs> fell over. <laughs> okay. I said, 85, and you're still working and you don't need money. Okay. Yeah. And he still got more snap than anybody I know. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I guy.
0: know you're talking about, yes, he drives me crazy sometimes, but oh my gosh, he, he was does. smart as hell. So. He does. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on with you, man? Uh, not much. Just, you know, getting the normal every day, you know. Uh. Had an interesting story. Gabe came home from school and said there was a boy in his seventh period. Who was took a plastic spoon and acting like he was cutting on himself? I was like, really? What the hell is this kind of crap in sixth grade? You know? So I was like, uh, I contacted the principal and I'm like, Hey, can you find out what the hell is going on? And if this kid needs help, get him some help, you know? Right. So, but that's crazy. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah, I know, man. That's some crazy stuff. So, but other than that, Gabe's, Gabe's doing good in school and, you know, I'm uh, getting ready to suffer my embarrassment. Um, so, you know, it's it's all good. I've, I've had some good feedback on our podcast, and so I'm kind of excited about that. I'm, you know, hoping you guys share our podcast more so we can get more people enjoying the fun.
1: Yeah, get out there and follow us.
0: Yes, yes. But uh, today, um, we're going to have a little fun, and we're going to be a little serious. Um, so we've got a good friend of ours. Uh, Tina's going to be joining the show. Welcome to the show, Tina. Thank you. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, what do you do? She stubs her toe on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, stubs her toe on a daily basis. Yeah, definitely. Uh, been embarrassed at work lately? Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Anything funny there you, you want to share with us, maybe?
2: Normally, I... Um, Keep a sweater at my desk, um, and I took it home. I take it home on a Friday to wash it and bring it back on a Monday. Okay. In a hurry on Monday, got out of the dryer really quick, rushed to work, straight to my desk, put it at my desk, started, sat down, logged in, got ready to go get some coffee real quick and turn and there's my bright blue d string panties on the floor. No, nice. I, <laughs> I saw them. Things, man.
0: <laughs> they had to be my favorite color,
2: right? So mortifying.
0: <laughs> mortifying. Come on. You got. You know, at your age, why does it matter? Who cares? I mean, no offense, right. but come on. Let Let's just be honest. Who cares? So, are you he just mortified out, out of the? But Go oh, she
1: got them out of the laundry so they were clean. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. At least they didn't no. have any. yep. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. In new issues. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I would have probably been a little mortified as well, but I probably would have looked at it and been laughing my butt off for years. Because it would have been funny as hell. So, but then again, I don't wear g-strings. So, yeah, yeah that would yeah, have happened. Yeah, but tidy whities don't cut it anymore either. So, you know. Yeah, I know. There you go. So, <laughs> I'm
2: just glad it was me that found them and
0: nobody else. Yeah, and right. like, Who's are these?
1: Oh my God! If I'd have found them, it had been on.
0: There would have been a new flag flying outside. They were clean. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At half mass. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, well we, we're glad you friend. came on we're glad you came on the show and, and that is a funny yes. story I love that that, that is great um, you know uh, so we've, we've done a couple of really funny episodes and you know we've done some serious ones and you know since Tina's on the show we wanted to give her a chance to share maybe a, a funny dating story or a, f- fame or a funny crazy thing that happened at work story so we'll, we'll give her the choice um, you know, I think it's it's all of them are are going to be classic comedy gold, but you know, well, I, I actually have not heard any of the stories yet. So, you know, I'm sure Nick Nick knows her better, so I'm sure he's heard a couple. Um I've
1: I've heard a few. Yeah, a few. And weeks. I'm not sure if she's really comfortable <laughs> telling some of these things because her and I her and I when we talk, sometimes we kind of just you know, we really don't hold anything back. There's we don't have the TMI. You know, kind yes. of barrier. Yes. We've got the brother-sister thing going like, oh, my God, this happened. And, you know, it was kind of scary or it was kind of funny or it was kind of
0: sad or, you know, whatever. Kind of crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Silly, silly stuff. But, no, yeah, um, exactly.
2: I could uh, start out with a silly dating story. There you
0: go. Okay. It's you know so a win mean. or win.
2: Okay. Well, I'm I'm 49. I'm ashamed to admit my age. When I was in my... Early 30s, I dated a guy that was a little younger than me. Okay. Just having a little fun, freshly divorced after, you know, marrying right out of high school. Went and had some drinks, having a great time, back to his house, you know, thinking I was cute and being, you know, silly, standing on the bed, doing a little strip tease, and fell completely off the bed, head first, between the wall and the bed, and his on top of his dog, and was wedged and could not get out and i was laughing so hard and all the dogs doing is R-r-r-r. and i'm laughing going please help me out.
1: butt in the air butt in the air spread eagle <laughs> trying to get out from the... See, you, you got a visual you that. there huh? yeah she wasn't gonna tell you that part yeah, and <laughs> yeah
2: you, i'm thinking what's he looking at because he's not helping me and all i'm thinking is he's looking back there and it's going <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> my god
2: stop laughing <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, I snuck out.
0: Oh <laughs> <for> Lord! <shoes. laughs> yeah. So was it the walk of shame the next day? It
2: was. It was. <laughs> oh God, I wanted to die. <laughs> sort of get thinking
1: I was cute.
0: Right. That's you probably true. were cute, but that event was not. <laughs> that was pretty... For
1: who? <laughs> exactly. I'm sure every guy on the planet would say, "I wish I'd have a girl that would do that at least once." But don't hurt my dog.
0: I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Oh my God, that's funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's so, yeah. great. Yeah. Did you hurt yourself? I mean, did
2: you- I know. My, my, is it pride, ego? Which, yeah, I'm yeah, not sure yeah. which it's
0: one. It's the one that, it's the one that caught the blow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You didn't
0: bang your head, you banged your ego. I know. So yeah. That's-
2: I had a few drinks, so I didn't feel anything other than, you know. It's but
1: did he call time. you for a second date? Yeah,
2: he did. He
0: didn't oh, tell- are you serious? <laughs> All right, you must have done something right. There you go.
2: I'm sure he enjoyed that view. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: it's moon. like, yeah, exactly. It's like, lady, you must have fallen over. But dang, okay, we're good. Let's move forward. He no, probably didn't good. try to help her up for at they least didn't. thirty seconds. No, he yeah, didn't. exactly. But he was
2: laughing too hard. Yeah, like, not
0: drinking. Oh my gosh! So did yeah. he fall over laughing too?
2: He was laughing. I could hear him back there, but I was wedged down head first, butt up in the air and on top of the dog, and I couldn't stop laughing. And I could hear him laughing. I'm like, help me. Finally, eventually, he helped me
0: off of this dog. Oh my gosh. That's funny.
2: Dog was not hurt. Dog was fine, but he was just trying to get out from underneath me.
0: That was, that's (laughs) classic. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, now you made a comment before you told this story about being 49 and not being happy about it.
2: No, that I was not ashamed of oh,
0: it. Oh, okay, um, good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy age. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No.
1: I'm glad you're Jay's great. like super old.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm super old. Yeah. Something like that. So anyway, I just turned 50 by the way. So mm-hmm. Yeah. and i'm happy for every one of them i will not ever change my mind you know so anyway okay so we've gotten okay that's a crazy holy crap what the hell date story i'm telling you i know that's pretty funny
1: you don't want to go up to tina's we we don't want to compare and contrast
0: yeah i mean i i've i've had some pretty crazy ones but i don't think i've fallen off the bed that's Pretty good. That's. <laughs> Have you fallen out of the back of the car? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that statement. In a way, I'm kidding. I'm just teasing, folks. I am just teasing. So... No, he's not. No, yeah, no. I... They
1: heard the. Po- they heard the podcast. Yeah, I know. They go heard to
0: the, the park and. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. In a way. Uh, well, the park is the perfect place. I mean, come on, let's be honest. If you want to yeah. talk, the park is the perfect place, and go somewhere public that way they don't feel uncomfortable, and you can talk. That's, I mean, no offense, you can't talk at a damn movie. It's right. the movie. If you start talking, you're gonna have people yelling at you. So, right. am I wrong, Tina? Correct. Okay. okay. See, I. I, you, I when
1: you a go time. to the movie, it's just hands on.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can do hands on at a park too. It, well you can, but I mean you can't talk
1: at the movie theater, but yeah. it's just all hands on. Yeah. At the park you can do it all.
0: Yeah, and you know, you want to really get to know someone and find out the red flags. I find the park is the most effective. True. You know, that's just my opinion. But anyway, thank you, Tina. I love that story. You got another one for us? What a crazy thing that happened at work besides your um, you know, underwear being stuck to your sweater. <laughs> you know.
2: Well, when I was a little bit younger before I started in IT. I was probably maybe 20.
0: Okay, don't get all soft now. Come on, be, be loud here. Come <laughs> no, on, this is funny stuff. No, no, like she was just yelling the mic two seconds ago, yeah, and now no. she's like... Yeah, okay, she's okay, like, right. okay, do I want to tell the story? She's think. like sitting there trying to remember.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't know how old I was. I was pretty young. Anyway, and I, I was started as a receptionist, and you know you have they have that plastic... Um, What's the thing called that your chair sits on, and you kind of roll across it?
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah the right, yeah. clear mat, so you can, yeah, yeah, it's for, yeah, for carpet.
2: They had one of those, and it was my first day, and they kind of left me up front by myself, and I'm, like, bored, and I'm just kind of like, okay, so I kind of rolled back. It was a, it was a, um, what do they call where they do the drawings? What is, I can't even think of the word of what their job
0: oh.
2: Uh, AutoCAD, something oh. like that. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's what, what they, what they get did in the back. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to think of the word. Anyway, so there's a super really cute guy that sat on the opposite side of the cube at the front where I'm at. And it's always something, with guys. Anyway, so I rolled my chair back real fast because I couldn't grab a pin like this backwards. I was being bored. Flipped over backwards. Shoe flew off. I didn't even know where my shoe went. And <laughs> tried to jump up really fast because it was really loud. And I'm like, oh my God, where's my shoe? Looking all around on the floor, and he's dangling it over the top. Oh the my tube. God! And he's like, are oh, you looking for this? And I'm like, oh my God, thank well, you. Wow, I've never
0: heard that story.
2: <laughs> thank you. you know that. Put it on. And you know, flats for girls, and girls know this. Flats usually kind of stink, right? Because you <laughs> And I was thinking, God, I hope that shoe did not stink. That's all you cared
0: about. Okay. No. All you cared about. I, I'm. <laughs> Ollie. I'm seeing a trend here. You you really are clumsy, aren't you?
2: I am. Always stupid stuff happening. There's
0: it never
1: fails. Yeah, but you're talking about 49 years, and she's only told three clumsy stories. Oh, so, I've got plenty. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the first story wasn't clumsy. That was just. Uh static cling at its best. I mean, you know, come yeah. on. You yeah. know, that's Just it. Bad luck. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was that's pretty great. Yeah, I know. I'll have to remember how to buy myself some uh, static cling sh- uh sheets so that yes. don't that doesn't happen to me, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be that would be yeah, hilarious. So yeah. Oh, that's funny. I love that. Oh <coughs> hmm. okay. Any any other stories? You know, you have anything else you wanna come on, you yeah? <laughs> know? You know, me and Nick I think over here. Yeah, yeah, no, come on. We we bear our hearts out and we tell our stories, and you know, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. We've been having a lot of fun with the podcast. We hope you guys have been having fun listening. So, you know,
1: telling the story. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. the story about the tutu. I think it was your tutu.
2: Right? It was my tutu. It was Tina's
1: tutu that I put on.
0: Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And I told the tutu story.
1: Yeah, that was Tina. Crazy things that happen at work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So okay folks, well part of the other reason why um we brought Tina on is, is she had listened to our episodes um concerning uh suicide and uh you know she wanted to come over come on and, and be part of the show. She couldn't make it the first uh episode. And so we wanted to give her a chance to come on and be part of the show and you know kind of talk about her story and you know it's yeah, it's a serious subject, and I know some of you guys don't always uh, it's hard for you to listen to, but I, I think it's it's something that we always you know it's something I'm passionate about so um, you know're we're going we're gonna to talk through this and you know similar to what we do uh, with the uh, when we had Cami on and you know talking is is the best thing. Let's start with talking and so it's really
1: interesting, Jay, that um, when we did those two episodes um, it made you, I mean, your just demeanor being able to talk about it and your thought process of the whole deal was if it would save one life, that's, you know, we did what we needed to do. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm looking at you through Skype so we can see each other and cue off each other. But just I was at your house when we did those two episodes and just watching you. um you could tell it made you feel better to get it out in the open and talk about it and discuss it. And knowing in your mind that somebody's going to hear this and hopefully it'll save their life.
0: Oh well, yeah, 100%. And thanks for bringing that up, Nick. I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you noticed that. And it, it is hard to talk about, but you're right. It, it has become easier. So, um, you know, we're going to, we're gonna let Tina tell her story, and then you know, if she doesn't mind, we may ask her questions as we go through it, and uh, you know, we we'll just kind of go with it. So,
1: so Tina had an issue in her in her family in her life that um, it was about her dad. Yes, her, her biological father, my father, yes. and. Okay. There were Um, situations that started up, so that's probably where she's going to start from here. It's about her dad.
2: Okay. Um, My father passed away when I was 10 years, 10 months, and 10 days old.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, you know, the exact day was on my mother's 29th birthday.
0: Okay.
2: Um, He had a plan, and um, it actually ended up... um, even know how to begin it the story really um three days before he passed he uh my mom how do i even start this okay my mom and him had split up okay and so i stayed with him i chose to stay with my father and my sister went with my mother
0: okay and uh
2: it was her weekend which was a friday and i um, had gone to stay with her and um, so my last day to see him was on a friday and um that saturday night she and her sister who was living with me and my father at the time she had moved down to texas and um uh was trying to get a job and get her a place and um, so she was staying with us but she went and went out with my mom because of course that's her sister for her birthday on saturday and they went to a place called Nikki d's which is in baytown all right okay this is back in 83 and uh my mom said my dad showed up and all night kept trying to buy her drinks and you know, trying to talk to her, he wanted to work things out, and you know she had had enough. Because you know, since I was born, he was um, he was never abusive to me and my sister. He was just he drank a lot and he had um, cheated a lot, and he uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that happened that probably shouldn't have happened. Wow. Um, um, uh, stitches in her lip on Mother's Day, broke arm, broke nose. The first time he broke her nose, he slid his wrist up way. And um, then the next time he tried it, um, was probably about 80-ish, 81. Um, he, they found him in a phone booth, and he had stabbed himself in the stomach. And at that time, they put him in a mental ward. Well, they got him better, and then they he went into a mental ward. And my grandmother made my mother sign him out. And my mom tells me to this day she wish she would have never had signed him out. Because wow, you know mental health back that. then was not... Uh,
0: looked at it uh, the same it? way.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, 100%. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree with you. Yeah. It, it, so you're telling me the story and and it's like so the grandmother was uh his mom that yes. wanted um her to sign. And yeah, so she's probably like, "Oh, that's my boy. How, you yes. know, how can they, you know, commit him to the, you know, right. ward?" Um if you want to say it like that. It, that's that's rough. Okay. Okay. So and my I'm parents following. Were very you. young yeah, right. my
2: mom was 16 when she had me and my dad was 19 so they were young right and um so she signed him out against what she felt he needed help because this is the second time right so right. then we moved a couple years later here you know because there was no work in the early 80s i don't know if you guys remember that where everything kind of just yeah so we came to texas for work right he came here and um that's where the story began where they she kind of just kind of was separating from him. She was trying to pull herself away from that, um, his depression, his uh, I, whatever you want to call, whatever he was going through. Now, I never seen that part of him. I just seen the fighting and the, you know, the drinking, the things that would happen. But at that point when he she left, he had finally quit drinking and was trying, but it was too late Right. Mind. Okay, wow. so back to Nikki D's. Um, so all night he sat at her table with my aunt and um, trying to buy her drinks, trying to talk and, He's like, let me give you a ride home, because at this point, like I said, she was moved into her own apartment with my sister, and um, she finally agreed. She was like, okay, if you promise you know, you'll know, you take me straight home, I'll, I'll let you, t- you know, we'll talk, we'll, I'll let you give me a ride home. Well, he got out on the road, which I don't know if you're familiar with Cedar Bower Road that goes down by the church. And it, uh, yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay, well, she said as soon as they got on that road right off of Mickey D's by the plaza, he floored it, and he, he, I mean, he had it to the floor, and she said he was taking them both out, and he was going to drive off into the water. Oh, my God. And she just kept screaming at him, you know, Gary, Gary, get the girls, the girls, who's going to take care of the girls? Don't do this. Don't do this, because she knew he would do it, and um, she said to this day, she doesn't know how um, he fishtailed. The back of the truck went into the water, because he turned, He's kind of went around that corner, and there's this big church there, and it's, you know, the pillars are lit up at night. And he, it was a Ford one-seater uh, F-150 truck. And he pulled in and threw the truck in gear and pulled her out the driver's side door, pulled her over to the steps, and pulled her down on her knees. And he got on his knees. And he cried out to God. And he said, God, if Cheryl and I can't be together and live right, bring me home. Bring me home. And he just kept crying. And she was like, stop, stop. Why are you doing this? You know, why are you doing this? She couldn't understand, but she knew he was serious. And she said they sat there until the sunlight came up talking you know, and she said it was just like they were saying goodbye, but in a different way, like not really saying goodbye, but she knew it was like, this is it. Right. So that was Saturday. Monday rolled around and he was supposed to come pick me up. She wouldn't let him pick me up. And I didn't understand why my clothes are at home. You know, I didn't want to wear my sister's clothes to school. You know, she's like, you're not going with your dad. I'm like, I'm going cool with dad. I live there. You know, just arguing back and forth. She wouldn't let me go. And I didn't know what had happened. She was afraid that. She didn't know what he was thinking. So Monday rolls around. I still can't go home. Uh, Tuesday rolls around. And my aunt at that point, this is my mother's real birthday on Tuesday. <clears throat> my uh, aunt was moving out into a, a place two, two doors down. And so my mom had come over during the day to help her move while uh, my father was at work. And they heard my dad's truck pull up. which he had glass packs so you could, you know, that. Right. Okay. So you could hear that truck a mile away. It was so embarrassing when we were kids, right. but, um, yeah, you never wanted your mom. I never wanted, I was like, do not pick us up in front of the school, go to the back of the school. You know, <laughs> so embarrassing. Anyway. Um, so they both, my aunt and my mom both heard the truck pull up and, um, they both looked at each other like, what is he doing home from work? You know, he worked in Port Arthur at one of the plants and um, we lived in Paytown. And um, he came inside, and he was really stern, and he looked at my mom, and he pointed at her, and he said, I need to talk to you. And um, my aunt said, hey, I'm going to go take this load to the new place, and I'll let you all talk, you know, whatever. And my mom said, um he told her, now, of course, I'm telling you from my mom's point of view, I don't have his, of course. Right. This is done. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We
2: okay. Understand. Okay. So uh, she said that um he told her that God had spoke to him to that day. And that he was going home. And she said, What are you talking about? He goes, Listen to me. He goes, It's like the trees, the grass. He goes, I can't explain. It. It's like everything heard it. It's like everything was alive and could hear the sound of his voice telling me I was going home. And she said, Stop this. You know, what are you doing? You know, stop. He goes, Listen, I want you to lay with me on the couch and listen to this song. I need you to listen to this song. And she said, She remembered praying and asking God to um, help her remember. When she needed it, you know, like she just knew, I don't know, whatever in her soul made her feel that she needed to remember this song. And it was a Cat Stevens song is all she knows to this day. She still not remembered the song. Wow. And he was laying, they were laying on the couch and uh, then the phone rang right as the song was ending and it was my school. And they told, they were looking for my dad, but my mom answered the phone because she was closest to the phone. And they said, you need to get to the school right now and pick Tina up. Um, if you don't, we're gonna call an ambulance. Her blood pressure's out the roof, and she's throwing up blood. To this day, I have no memory of that. I don't. I've never had any wow. issues with it. That was God getting her out of the house. I promise you. I know that. That's 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 all I can say. In and I know there's some people that don't believe. And you can believe what you want, but that's my belief because he would have. She didn't know he had bought a gun that day. Wow. He quit his job, cashed his check, and he had the gun. And the school called, and she said we're coming, we're coming right now. And she hung up the phone and she said, come on, Gary, we got to go. And he looked at her and he said, no, as you go, I'll, I'll be here when you get back. And she said, she knew in her eyes, she goes looking in his eyes. She knew, you know, that was, but she couldn't, she couldn't deal with his issue because she was so worried for me. Yeah, absolutely. My, you, I mean, you know, my father was always about me and my sister. I mean, he, never. you know, he normally he would have been jumping on it, but this day it was set. It was set for him, you know? And, um, So I don't remember her picking me up. I have no memory of that. The next memory I have of that day, this is where my part comes in, um, is we're at the ER, the one with Old Decker, and um, they were drawing blood, and a nurse came in, and she said, "Ma'am, you have an emergency phone call to my mother. I remember thinking, that's weird. And I remember my mom's face kind of like, You know, so my mom went off to the other room. This was, of course, before cell phones or even pagers. Right. (laughs) And uh, they're drawing blood and then my mom comes back in and she's like, it's pretty much a mess. And she's like, stop right now, stop right now. We have to leave right now, stop. And I'm thinking, okay, my mom's flipped out. Okay, what's going on? Okay. And um, so we left and I kept asking her, cause I mean, she's in a panic. She's in a, she's in a just hysterics kind of just, but she won't tell me what's going on. I'm like, mom, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? You know, tell me what's wrong. She wouldn't answer me, she wouldn't answer me. So we pulled across the street. And she had to get gas in the car. And it just happened to be funny how things like that happen a cop turning in the street right next to the gas station. So she's flagging him down. I'm out trying to help her pump gas because I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. Right. I mean, I'm old enough right. to understand there's something going on. Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. too young to not know. And, um, she the only way I knew what was going on is because I walked over because she as soon as the cop pulled up, she walked over to the door the window and she's telling him, I need you to go to this. What it was was my aunt had called the ER because when she went back from t- uh, taking the load, my dad, as soon as she stepped in the door, he had the gun to her head and he said, I would f-, f and blow you away right now. And she was like, she dropped down and she was like, hey, 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 Gary, it's me, it's me, it's me. It's OK. What's wrong? What's, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he goes, go get Cheryl. She's the only one that can stop me. And so she was like, don't she was too afraid to use the phone in the house because um, she didn't know what his plan was and right. Um, right. she said I will be right back I'm going to go get her don't do anything don't do anything so she went to the to a pay phone and called the ER to tell my mom to come because she didn't know what to do she should have called and got help maybe I don't know but whatever this is what was done yeah you never know these yeah. things I mean, yeah yeah i know and yeah so um so the cop uh, that she my mom was talking to him, Or the officer call it, um I heard him radio another cop um, and tell him the address because he it was the other side of town. And I um, told him to go there. Well, my aunt was waiting at the front of – it was a trailer park – at the front of the trailer park for um, my mom. And she seen the officer pull in. So she followed the officer in. And when they pulled up, my aunt said that they – and it even said it in the newspaper clipping and his police report that he was looking out the window to see who was pulling up. And he had already shot the – the gun off and at the floor i don't know i was told he took a quaalude that day i don't whatever a quaalude does um i don't know
1: that's old uh, school
2: i I don't even know yeah so uh anyway it ricocheted apparently off the refrigerator and hit the corner of the sink um it was a 22 and when he looked out the window they seen the shock of when it hit him and um so he actually didn't Take the gun and do it to himself, yeah. but that was the plan. Yeah. and it ended up working out the way it did. Um, and so they went to the door. and as soon as they came to the door, he opened the door and dropped. The cop grabbed him with his hands and um, let him down and went in with his gun drawn because he didn't know if somebody had shot. Yes, at him, you know, you know, yeah, just right. like they need to do to make sure there's nobody in the house with a gun. Yes. and um, so my aunt held him on the concrete outside. And um, his lungs were filling up with blood. And the only thing that she could understand that he was saying was, tell my wife and my girls I always love him. And she said he tried to say something else. And I um, know it's kind of morbid, but it was, his lungs were filling up with blood and she couldn't understand anything else. And, right. uh, she uh, Then he just took his last breath. She closed his eyes and held him until they made her let go. And... Um, that's the story that I heard from her. Now, from my side of what happened for me when we left that gas station, um, she took us. My sister had been picked up by one of her friends, which was a guy friend. It was obviously ended up being her boyfriend. Um, and he had already picked my sister. Up. I'm assuming. I've never asked my sister how she got to his shop. He had a shop down off one forty six. And um, she was already there. And we were inside the shop running around playing, you know, just jacking around being silly, you know. And uh, I remember, and it's crazy how you're, you're you know, things, um, the phone rang and it rang throughout the shop and I immediately stopped playing. I immediately knew it was gone. I, I can't tell you how, I don't know what, in me, but I just stopped and I looked at my mom and waited for her phone and Rick. Which is her friend. Um, he said, Damn, you know, use my language, but and he handed the phone to my mom. It was because my aunt was screaming on the phone. Right. And so she told my mom, you know, they had passed, and uh, my mom, I remember her screaming at the top of her lungs, Ain't no effing joke. And I knew, I already knew. And I just, I was already crying, and my sister kept looking at my mom and looking at me. And she's younger than me. She's 15 months younger than me. And she kept saying, what's wrong with mommy? Why are you crying? What's wrong with mommy? And I remember I couldn't get a word out of my mouth. I could not speak one word. I I wanted to answer her. I wanted to comfort her. But she didn't even know what was happening. And I did. And as soon as my mom passed out. She, Rick was holding her by one arm and trying to grab the phone with the other. As soon as she opened her eyes and was able to gain consciousness, you know, she grabbed me, my sister, and uh, put her arms around our backs and walked us in the back field of this shop. And she said, I want you to pray. Pray right now. Pray right now for your father. And I remember thinking, because I was just a child. I mean, I was just a little girl. Right. Mommy, what do I pray? And in my mind, I was thinking, Mommy, what do I pray? What do I pray? That moment after that thought, I blocked.
0: I have no memory after that. I
2: blocked everything that happened in that field. I can't tell you for the life of me what happened in that field. I had to ask my mom. And um, so pretty much, I guess, broke there. And as a child, for a child to break, I mean, you know, adults, uh, I don't know, to think about child's mind and you breaking to the point that you can't remember right anything. That's the trauma of.
1: of but you him. were old enough to understand. I knew, exactly, that's yes. The, that's yes. the hard part, is you were under, old enough to understand what was going on. Yes, yes.
2: And um, the next thing I know, my aunt's pulling up, and she slides in in this Mustang and rocks are hitting us. We're just kind of covering her in our eyes, you know, and hands. And um, she jumps out of the Mustang. She's got this friend of hers that's driving, and uh, they had blood all over them, and. And she's telling my mom, you know, get in the car, get in the effing car, you can save him. She's in shock. She's, you know, she's right. thinking that something can be done and it can't be done. Wow. Well, they, so they tried to, at first my mom tried to get us in the car. And my aunt said, no, they cannot see him. They cannot see him, you know? And so we were like, don't leave us. Don't leave us. You know, my mom's just a mess. She don't know which way to go. And she gets in the car and leaves us. They tried to make her identify his body. And she said that everything was echoing and peter pants and just, couldn't, uh, man, couldn't man. identify him. My aunt had to identify him um, for her, and she was angry because they left him laying out with, didn't cover him with a sheet or anything for like five hours. They didn't even call an ambulance. They didn't even try. He was alive for 10 minutes. I mean, I know that's not long, but at least try. Somebody right. try. They should have you know? tried. I mean, my,
1: I, you know, just my thought. I don't know. I don't know much about medical stuff, but. Well, back then, maybe not. But yeah. now I can't imagine that they wouldn't send somebody.
2: Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's just a thought as as being the kid from that side and then going through the roller coaster of emotions later, the angry, the sad, the mad and not understanding. I remember not understanding why, why, mommy, why? And the only way she could explain to me is that she said that when someone feels as bad as your father felt, they only see a tunnel, the tunnel of their pain of what they're seeing and they can't see anything outside of that tunnel and they just want that to end. And even though my mind, you know, my young mind couldn't understand the tunnel, right? I could understand this roller coaster that I was going through. My first reality check, I would say, because I was so young. He died October 25th. Christmas, I had one of these really these boots really bad, right? I saw my mom poured these boots. And you know, we never had a lot of money when I was growing up, so I didn't think I was gonna get these boots that I wanted. Christmas Day I opened and I got these boots and I remember the first thought was, I can't wait to show Dad I got the boots. Oh. And that's when it hit me. That's when it really hit me. It was like it wasn't real because we weren't allowed to go to the funeral. We weren't allowed to have any closure. His family blamed my mom. You know, they told my mom to go sign the papers to release his body back to Michigan, and they were real nice to her. And then when she called to find out what the the funeral arrangements were, my grandmother told her you and called her the word. Uh, And she said, if you show up here, I'll personally throw you in on this grave and kill you myself. My mom just hung the phone up. Are you kidding me? We were not allowed to go. I wish now if I'd have been older. I mean, but I'm actually, you know what? I was angry for a long time about that because I didn't get the closure because it was just like he went away. He just went away. Right. We didn't get to see him no more. We didn't get to say goodbye. I didn't get to go home on Sunday. I didn't get nothing. That was it, you know. Right. And um but now I didn't have to see my father in a casket. All my memories are of him are of alive. All well,
1: the good stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And even even though back then so you think when you're going through it, you're, you know, these things are gonna bother you or whatever, but now having a different look at it. I don't have to remember that, right. you know. So it is a lot of, um, but it, you know what? It made me stronger. It made me feel like I don't want to live that life. I want to have a better life, and I don't want to. I want to show him when I see him again, and I, I'm going to see him again. I don't. Whatever everybody else believes, I'm going to see my father again, and I want to. I want him to be proud of what I've done with my life, coming right. from nothing. My mom had 19 cents to her name. They stole his paycheck off the table the day he died. Someone came in and stole his paycheck wow. that he cashed. So she had 19 cents to her name when he died, and she made it. She showed me and my sister the strength that, that I hold today. You know, um, I do. I can say that I do have problems. with. It took me a while to figure this out with uh, affection, because any time we got hugs from my mom after he died was because she was Crying so hard, telling us she was sorry. Right. So it didn't. It took me till I was older to understand that. I didn't realize that I wasn't affectionate.
1: So you associate the affection with, with pain. With pain, yeah. With
2: pain. Yeah. And so it took me until I was probably in my thirties to figure that out. Um, so there's a lot of things that can affect you that you don't really realize. You know that.
0: Wow. Yeah. That was one you way child... you were broken. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really sad.
1: Sorry. It's amazingly. Sad. I mean.
2: um, And I think my sister took it a different way. Um, We both have different views on life and and how, you know, I took it to where I was like, okay, I'm not going to live this way. I'm going to fight for this and make, you know, I want him to say, you know, you did this. Because I didn't have, I didn't have a mom that could buy me a brand new car or buy me this or pay for me to go to college or anything. She couldn't, you know, I had to do everything on my own. There was, you know, I I knew that. And I think um, watching and seeing and going through all of that, I think it, my mind, it it broke me. But at the same time, it made me stronger. Right. That makes sense.
1: No, it does. It does absolutely make sense. Yeah. Because I, think, I know you.
0: Every, yeah. Everybody, in my opinion, uh, you can only go two directions with pain. And that's either you can grow from it or you can let it eat you alive. There are a lot of people that will take it in. And grow, and when you grow, you become stronger. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's um, that's rough. Um, you know that's a tough. It, it's. Yeah, I you know, and there's so many things that you told me about that I, that story that just kind of there's so many things I want to ask, but it's it's like you said you have ton of questions probably as a kid that you wanted Mm -hmm. answers to and you never will have those answers. And Mm. it's, it's so hard, you know, and it it was the same thing with Andrew. There's so many things, so many questions I had and I'll never answer. You know, it's, it's just so hard. I mean, like you said, you never had the closure. I will say I'm a mixed review on the whole funeral thing, so um, you know, I'll tell you this when Andrew, when we had his funeral, um, you know of course they they ask us the the funeral home, you know, okay who's your pallbearer? You know, me, I was like okay, well it's going to be me Jay Jr. you know, and, and my daughter Katie wanted to be one, and I remember my aunt looking over at me and she's like you need to let someone do that. And and right. I, and I think I said this on the the previous podcast. I'm like there's nobody in this world more important than, you know, it, it's essentially this is my job. This is that's my boy. I'm going to be the one that's going to carry him to his grave. And so, I don't remember the exact words I used, but that's essentially the the gist of it. That would be that would be my hard part, is the fact that you couldn't go to your dad's funeral. That was, that for me was really, I mean, I unders- I don't understand. And, you know, it's really, even for a 10-year-old, I, I think, and it's just my opinion, I think it would have helped you guys, but that's rough. I mean, that's a, yeah. really a hard thing kind of and, and I, I'm glad you made that comment about you know at the end of the day you know you all you have is memories of good memories of your dad when you spent time with him. and and that's a good thing uh, maybe, maybe the family protected you from that um, but I also find it, it's hard for people when they get older they have a lot of problems dealing with death because they don't deal with it our parents don't let them deal with it when they're at a young age when they're you know and maybe that's they're trying to protect them but I don't I don't know I, I my parents we went to funerals when I was young it was always a sad event but yeah uh, I'm glad they did because it allowed me to come to terms Does that sound crazy yeah. No. That makes sense. Yeah, well, what do you I mean in, in from your experience, I mean, because this is this is when you were ten. I mean, this is insane, you know, and, and Gabe was eight, you know, and you and, and you know Gabe's story. Um, but you know, it's uh you were ten years old. I mean, looking back now, what do you think? I mean, how do you feel about the situation? Do you wish that you could have gone? I mean, looking oh, back
2: if I'm you know, I guess because i I can't go back in time, my my positive thought is that I didn't have to see him in that casket, and I don't have that memory. But at the same time, I've been to his his grave twice okay. in my entire life. Okay. The first time was so hard. It was so hard because he's buried in Michigan, and me and my sister flew up, and uh, we didn't even know where he was buried. We were just gonna find the grave, right? Because we yeah. didn't get to go. And we didn't and we didn't talk to the family and and uh, we showed up and my grandpa was there his dad at the cabin that's up north it's been in our family for like four generations or his side of the family and um we didn't know anybody was there there was a truck in the driveway we were just gonna get a hotel and you know we knocked on the door and my sister had just had her son so she had of course we looked different it had been 10 years i guess since my dad had died and he didn't recognize my sister she was standing first so i kind of leaned around and he was like oh my god you know and grabbed us and was hugging us and you know (coughs) come in come in and right we're like, he's like, What are you doing here? And we're like, We're here to, you know, we wanted to come see dad's grave and some flowers or whatever, you know, pay our respects because we had never seen it. Of course, he's like, No, let's, let's talk. You know, he hadn't seen us in so long and da 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 da. You know, we we're like, we We're just, just hammering. We're ready to go. You know, we want to see this. It was closure for us, just, to, to, which sounds kind of weird. I know, to, just oh, to, to go to a grave. No, but no
0: it's for not. Us,
2: that's where he's at, you know, it, well, his body's at. And, um, So he was like, well, let's visit for a little bit, and then I'll take you in the morning. Well, to this day, I don't know why I didn't ride in the truck with my grandpa. I rode in the car with my my sister, and I had my one-year-old, which now is 30. And then uh, she had her son, who was six weeks old, and then her ex-husband in the car in a prelude, a Honda prelude of all things, that we drove 21 hours to Michigan. Needless to say, I, I flew home. Me and Josh flew home. (laughs) i guess <laughs> i could do it but uh we followed my grandpa we would have never found this cemetery we would have never i mean we had no clue this was so far out of town and it's in an amish cemetery that like i mean my my family isn't amish but it's an elmish cemetery and uh there's several generations of my dad's side that are buried there well when we pulled up my uh grandpa got up first and my dad's buried at the top of a hill and it's next to my great grandpa his dad and um Well, my grandpa went first, and then my sister's ex, and then my sister, and then I came up last, and my sister just lost it. I mean, was screaming, daddy, daddy, hugging the stone, and I could not help her. I couldn't help her because I was dealing with my own, of seeing his name, seeing the date, seeing the everything, you know. And then we realized it says son and brother on the stone, not father, father.
1: not husband, Unbelievable, And we were
2: like, you know, neither one of us said anything, and, you know, we we're looking at each other, because after she kind of chilled out, my grandpa got down on his knees, he's, you know, trying to help her. I couldn't help her. I mean, I was just dealing with my own issues of... Sometimes you just gotta let him... Yeah. I yeah, just let her... Let her yeah, yeah. Let her do let her, her thing. Her thing yeah. yeah. And, uh, so... We st- stood up there for probably a good 45 minutes, an hour, just, you know, put some flowers, and then we went back, because my grandpa, he wanted to show us off to his neighbors and friends and have a little barbecue, because he hadn't seen us in years, and, you know, he loved his son, you know, my dad, it was his, you know, his boy, and um, so my sister, you know, when she has a couple drinks, she's a little, she's a little mouthy, and I knew better i should have known not to let her go first <laughs> we made this deal i was like look you go first because we had the boys you know they were little i was like they're fixing to go to bed and it was it was still daylight i was kind of getting dusk you know michigan's a little different from texas and um i'm sitting in this couch that's got a big bay window behind me and there's a lamp and the last picture that me my dad and my sister had taken together was sitting in that 8x10 frame um, by the lamp wow that's <clears>
1: cool
2: so she goes first, and we had promised in the car that we weren't going to say anything because, you know, Grandpa was old, and he drank the whole time we're there. And we were just like, okay, you know what? We're just going to get our own thing and put it out there that says Daddy or something, you know,
0: yeah. and not
2: just just let it go. Let's just, you know, let, that's that's on them, right? Yeah. No, she can't let it go. She goes and has a couple drinks out there at the barbecue and rips into my grandpa. Because oh, <laughs> no. it wasn't just his
1: deal. Oh, it was my no. grandma.
2: It was all of them, you know, They just all of them decided... Uh, you know, and so she ripped into him. So he comes in, and I'm on the phone with my mom. And this this story is kind of crazy. It still gives me goosebumps. So I'm on the phone, and I got this. Like I said, this bay window's behind me. If you can just imagine this for a minute, and the, there's a the lamp is lit up. The, the it's open. The bay window's open, where you can see outside. It's just it's dusk. It's not really it's not dark. You can still see outside. Right. And he comes in, and he says. Very sternly, he goes, I want to talk to you. And he's crying. He's wiping tears from his eyes. I was like, Mom, I got to go. I was on the phone with my mom, this old school phone with a cord. You know, I hang up. with did have cell phones. Everything. This is like 92. I don't know. And, uh, and I was like, uh, so I scooted to the edge of the, I hung up with my mom. And I scooted to the edge of the couch. And I said, yes, sir. And I knew, I knew she said something. I just knew it. I was like, I'm going to kill her. Because I didn't want to see him cry. You know, I didn't want to hurt anybody else. And regardless of what they did, I'm not there to to punish someone else. Right. For their whatever thoughts were there at the time, the pain they were going through, and um, he said, "What's on your father's grave? Does it bother you?" Yes, sir, it does. And I swear, I swear, in my life—it sounded like somebody took a sledgehammer or a car. I don't even know how to explain this. Outside of that bay window, right where that lamp was sitting and that picture was, and I—and it hit the side of the wall. I mean, it was bam, and it scared me. And I turned around and I looked out the window. I was like, Grandpa, what was that? And I'm looking, I'm looking on the side of the house, trying to look out the window, like, what the, what was that? Like, did something fall out of the sky? I mean, what, what I mean, but it was on the side of the house right there where that lamp was. I turned around and looked at him, like, Grandpa, what was it?" You know, and he he pointed to that picture and it had slammed down. It didn't even break the glass. And he goes, you tell me somebody's not trying to tell me something. He goes, it wow. will be changed and then he died six months later oh he didn't get to change it but it was crazy after that even taking a shower i was like oh goosebumps in here what's going on i I just creeped out you know (laughs) but it was it was kind of like hey you know yeah he was i mean in my mind he was like yeah you you need to do something you disrespected my children you you know fix it dad
1: flipped that thing down oh it was crazy
2: i know that sounds you know you know, people probably don't believe in stuff, but that happened. That really happened. I so happened.
1: believe that he was there. Oh, it did. That's it what he crazy. did. I believe yep. it 100%. Oh, that
2: wow. was our first dealings uh, with uh, seeing his grave.
1: Yeah, that does give
0: oh, me wow. goosebumps. That's rough. Yeah, and that does. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And the picture thing is, that's, that's yeah, yeah, insane too. I don't know how to respond to that one. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's kind
2: of, I get signs like that a lot. Um, I know I... And Nick knows I, I talk about these things. I see numbers. I dream about ones. Um, <clears throat> every time I go to clock, it's 1010 10, or it's 444 it's 4, 111 or it's 1, 1, 1, 222. 2, 2, 2, and it's kind of weird things like that. I pick up on the little. Nuance. No uh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, a lot of uh, synchronicities in my life. So, like I said, I died when I was 10 years, 10 days, or 10 months and 10 days. Those are things that I just, you know, you can't.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's interesting it's to me it, Some of the stories that she tells at work Just on a daily I, We were we were standing uh, And we were talking one morning And it, We were just talking about work And all of a sudden I saw this flash of light Go like right in front of my face Or right over my head or something like that And Tina goes oh my god did you see that And we're not standing next to the window Where a car drove by Or you know we were standing next to a window, but it was closed.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. She saw the white light, and we got to looking that up. And she started look telling that you know a white light is. Am I getting it backwards? White light is family. Somebody's protecting me, or mm-hmm. is the blue light? The
2: blue light.
1: Blue light's family. A white light's the angels. Yeah, yeah, was protecting me that day. You know. I
2: know it sounds something. kind of
0: crazy, but I do I see. It. I see why, lights. Why, and, why does it sound crazy?
2: I don't know. Some people think I, I don't like telling people the things that happens to me, like when I dream things and they come true or I have things that um, I know are going about to happen and they happen. And if I tell somebody, then I feel crazy. Like, I don't know. No, do you believe it's in angels? No, no, I'm going to ask you, it.
0: do you believe in angels? I do. OK, then I do. Who cares what anybody else thinks? Yeah, I do. Just Definitely being do. honest, you know, I be you. That's what I tell everybody, be you. And if that's what you believe, you know what? Who cares? There's going to be somebody out there who's going to be like, holy cow, that's really cool. And can you tell me more about yourself? And so always look for those people.
1: Are you one of those people you believe in, angels, Jay?
0: I do believe in angels.
1: I was going to say, because if you didn't, we were going to end this podcast right now. (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
0: No. Come on, man. You know who I am. You know what I believe. I know. Well,
1: that's why yeah. I said that, because I know you do. We've yeah. talked about these things, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's. Uh, I, I'd say I, I could share how you feel with the dreams, but I don't sleep enough to dream, so got to answer that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm a natural insomniac and CPAP user. See, Tina, I've been,
1: I've been trying to talk Jay, Jay into becoming an alcoholic because <laughs> yeah. I've been working on it my whole life. I'm not really good at it, but yeah. I'm still working on it. I can't get him to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. If you drink a bunch of alcohol, you'll sleep good.
0: It, I do sleep
1: pretty hard, and I have some crazy dreams. I've told you. you oh, yeah. That, so. But it's awesome, though. The stories that they t- – I mean, every dream has – something in it that pertains to whatever's going on in your life you know yeah, yeah
0: you don't it want might be
1: no so, yeah but it, it might be so abstract and you're going what the you know and you don't know how to explain it to yourself or you can tell somebody and they're just like oh that was really weird and then one day you'll just go now i know
2: well you know the funny thing is is you know most people don't like you said don't dream or don't and if they do dream it's not about the person who's passed and anytime i've had a dream about my father which is amazing to me i love it when i have a dream about my father it is so real and every time i've dreamed about him he has a baby blue shirt on and i didn't know until i don't know i was probably in my 30s that he was buried in a baby blue shirt oh, there you go. And every time in my dream every time i've dreamed about it and there's not been that many i'm not going to say it's been a lot but when it is it's when i need it when i need it the, when i need him the most he shows up in my dreams, which is the just, it's insane. That's cool. Yeah. What
1: is it with you and baby blue shirt? I don't know.
2: If You know, I've had that thing. You've known that. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I did What's... not even know that he was buried in that.
1: Really? What? I didn't get to go to the funeral. Because she was married. Her and Eric Perdue got together, and the first time she met him, he was wearing a baby blue shirt.
0: Oh, there you go. That's your color. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Blue yeah. is your color, whether it's baby blue yeah. or... Yeah. Yeah, because wasn't it a pair of blue strings that was stuck
1: oh yes
0: <laughs> thank you jay
1: i'm glad you wrote that down on the whiteboard
0: i'm sorry i did we were pretty serious yeah. there for a while but you know it's i, I don't want to make sure we don't you know get. you know it's it's a tough discussion folks it's it really is and you know it's uh um, but it's good to talk I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Did you? Did they t- ask? I mean, you guys didn't even get to talk about it when you were younger. As as, no. as an adult, did you guys ever talk and actually talk through some of this stuff? To where you know, I mean, you're talking to us about it, but how much have you really talked about it in your life?
2: That is the one thing I can say that we did do. Me and my mom, and my sister would laugh and laugh about the silly. My dad was very silly. Okay, um, so uh when it came to you know us playing you know we'd have family wrestling matches you know just and it was us girls against my dad you know things like that it was you know he was always playing with me and my sister always doing something you know so we would talk about things like that the good things always we always talked about the good things and then it would turn into it's him you know that kind of thing and then it would go back to okay i would start making them laugh again let's talk about this or that or you know the silly things that he would do or
0: whatever and um but I mean, talking I about think, actually what happened.
2: Yes, we did talk about it. Uh, my mom's, my mom still blames herself. My mom still lives with the guilt after what thirty-eight years. Thinks that she did it. She's, did it. and I'm sad. like, mom, yeah. you know, no. I mean, <laughs> have
0: you told her it's not your fault? Yes. Okay. And it
2: does not matter to her. She just cannot get over what's happened. She cannot, and I, I cannot. I cannot change her mind. And I've tried to tell her. We, we finally, you know, we, she went to see the, his side of the family with us. We talked to her into going. I think it was my grandfather's funeral, and um, she's like, I don't want to see them. Like, you know, I've done nothing with my life. And I'm like, Are you crazy? You've raised two girls on your own, without him, without them. Are you crazy? Look at us. Are you ashamed? We're not in jail. We're not drug addicts. We're not doing, you know, you should be proud of what you did on your own without Absolutely. him. You were 16 years old when you had me, and you made it all the way up to here. Look at, look, I mean, what what do you have to be ashamed of? And she goes, you're right. And then, now turn around and face them, and it is not your fault. It is not your fault. And she did.
1: That's a tough part because you have, in that particular instance, I can I can see where that was coming I mean, I could see where she felt that way. And when Jay was telling his story, talking about all of it, he had said to the point something to the effect. And I looked at him and I knew, and I was, and I had to say it. I don't even know if I was right for saying it, but I felt like I had to look at him and go, dude, I love you. It's not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he does feel. Like,
2: well, I mean, even as know, a child living through what, and I, I remember thinking, did you not love me enough, Daddy? Did you not love me enough to not? Who cares what you felt about her? Who cares what, what she's doing and she, she left you? Who cares? What about us? Now we have to grow up without a daddy. You know, we have to grow up. You don't get to see your grandchildren. You don't get to meet my my beautiful babies. And, you know, for what? For what? It's going to pass. This Whatever this is you're going through, it's going to pass. Things are going to get better. I mean, that's how I see it. I mean, I've been through a lot of... You know ups and downs But I always knew that You know okay this is going to pass too This too shall pass
1: But I don't think he could find He that. couldn't
2: and that's the thing That's what my mom had to keep explaining to me He's He was in a tunnel He was in a tunnel And I'm like I don't understand the tunnel And I as a kid I'm like hey But what about us You know
1: Somehow in his mind He conjured up a reason That him not being in your life Was better
0: yeah. Yes that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Statement. However
1: however, he did it, he, he just, he convinced himself.
0: Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and so let's, I'm going to go back to the comment you made earlier and the comment that Cammie had made, you know, mental health is a really hard struggle because you can't necessarily understand their logic. It's, there's a reason it's called mental health, you know, and that's the struggle. Because for us, it's like we're trying to logic this thing out, but there is no logic when that comes. That's the hard right. part yes. to really deal with.
2: Yeah. And as a child, it's really difficult. You don't understand life as it is anyway.
0: Right. Right. You know what You're what just I mean? learning all that stuff. You're yeah.
2: going, okay, wait a minute. What? It was.
0: I know. No. Oh. Yeah. So, well, I. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your story. You know. <laughs> what?
1: Well, it's good stuff. I mean, I've heard <laughs> Tina tell so many so many so many stories. This is the first time she's gotten in detail with this with that's me. Cool. And we've known each other for okay, while, a little while. More time. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I I really appreciate that and you know, we I, I've said this in the past. This is not a club you want to be a member of, but once you're a member, you're very passionate. Yes. And so, um, you know, it's when you see other people who have experienced the same thing, you you can't not have a little bit of heart, a little bit of feel go out to them. Truly. So that's why I really love these of uh, this event. Going to do out of the walk, uh, out of the darkness walk. It's for me kind of crazy how many people are affected. And I mean, have you met many people besides yourself that have gone through similar events?
2: A couple. Not as a child, though. Mostly, it's a parent or you know something like that, a sibling. Okay. Or not met uh, very many uh, children. Uh, or, you know, I'm not a child, obviously, but you know what I mean.
0: Uh, yeah, 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 you didn't deal with it much as, when you were in your childhood. As an adult, you had friends or experienced, you know, other friends who lost children or lost whatever. Right. Yeah, military or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I understand that. I mean, we've, you know, we've lived a half a decade, you know. It's, we, we've bound to have run into somebody who's kind of experienced that so uh, unfortunate, you know. So, like I said, thank you for sharing your story. Thanks, family. You know, um, I know it was probably hard. Um, but I think you know, like we've said in the past, if it can help someone,
2: that's right. That's
0: right. So I
1: have to say, I appreciate and love both of you. Or going through those struggles, I, I, I can't even fathom what that would feel like.
0: And I pray so. you never have to.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. I don't wish it on. But happy. I want to hug and hold the both of you as hard as I can for as long as I can, no matter what.
0: Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> if I get a girlfriend, we're gonna to have to stop that now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. We were talking on one podcast. You wanted me to sit on your lap and be
1: a ventriloquist or something. We're going to stick your hand up. something. Oh, no. you're never going to no. let
0: me live that down. Are you? Absolutely Holy crap. Not oh my gosh. Yeah, you're killing me. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Well, folks, you know, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, we really appreciate um, everyone listening, you know, follow us like our show. Share us, um, you know. We it's it's some good stuff out there, and you know we're trying to we're putting out some fun episodes, but we're putting out some important episodes too that we think can help some people. You never know who you may touch or who we may touch because you shared us, and so you know definitely you know get out there. So thank you again, Tina.
1: Thanks. Thank you, Tina.
0: And yep. don't forget,
1: our emails
0: are in there. Please send us questions. If you'd like to
1: come on the show, let us know. Yep, we'd love to have you.
0: Yep, Nick, as always, you know, brother, love you with all my heart. Love you too, and uh, you know, love everyone out there. So, peace out. Thank you.